already? We do we mm-hmm. do we get a countdown? Yeah. It did it already? Did. Oh. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. <laughs> Strong start. Welcome back. <laughs> what are you going for exactly here? I'm trying to go for something that's like, whoa, I'm excited to be here. That was fun. What are we into today? Where are you looking, though? Like your eyes are. I can't look at you. <laughs> Everyone but me is welcome back. <laughs> welcome. Like, um, you know, like a show host. Yeah, that was a promising start. Welcome back. <laughs> I think that's it. You have to have the right head and neck movement. Okay. I feel it. It's a circle. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Danielle. Welcome back to Not Another Momcast. Welcome back. Turns out we enjoyed pretending to be professionals by reading an article and discussing it in our last episode so much that we decided to just do it again. I dug up an interesting little read that we think complements the last topic nicely, and it's all about parenting trends that are in or out right now for this generation of parents. So that should be fun to go over together, don't you think? But first, let's start with boom and bust. Laura. Excellent. Okay. Yes. My boom. My boom is that my precious baby angel child, I love you so much, is back to school. Hallelujah. Amen. This is especially, especially, I hate when people do that. Sorry. If you do that, I, I love you. This is especially exciting because I'm not going back to school, right? So I got to skip over the whole Sunday scaries that last for the entire month of August. Mm. And I've been working from home, which I've already lamented is really, really hard to do with a toddler cartwheeling across your body and laptop the entire time. So she was back as of Monday of this week. We are actually recording this at the end of the first full week. And let me tell you, sister, it was a game changer. It was fantastic to have her somewhere safe and loved and happy all day. She was so excited to go back that she quite literally tap danced to the car, up the hill, to her classroom. I mean, homegirl loves school, which also just like makes my heart so happy. And I got to do so many other things with my entire body and brain for the rest of the day, which was incredible. Let me just ice that cake. Let me just put some some sprinkly, funfetti freaking frosting. Um, sprinkles. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm going to dump it on top Thank because you. on top of that, my husband was on a work trip mm. for the entire week for the first time in forever. And so what that means, Danielle, is that for precious, beautiful hours between drop-off and pickup, I had complete silence. Mm -hmm. I had every the whole house to myself. I could clean something and it would stay clean for multiple minutes straight. I mean, just can you imagine? For a couple of hours a day, it felt like I just lived alone as a functioning adult. Wow. Like I was just a young working professional. (laughs) Wow. 
That's amazing. Living the dream. It took me a minute to process what it meant for you. And then I was like, oh, she was by herself. Things were untouched. Yeah. It was a beautiful time in your life. Yep. No wiping down all the countertops just to have someone come in immediately behind you and Mm -hmm. prepare himself or herself (laughs) a snack of the crummiest nature freaking possible and then leave it, just walk away. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. It was was incredible. Also though – probably the initial reason your brain didn't comprehend why that would have been a boom is because it totally also is the bust. Mm -hmm. It is a very different ballgame when you don't have that other parent nearby to change the guard, basically, to pass off the tiny child at any point. Even with her being at school all day, there's still the morning and the entire evening of getting home and being in like, go, 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 got to get dinner ready, got to clean out the lunchbox from blah, 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 blah. Got to Now that we're toilet learning, we've got to put all kinds of things in the washer and switch over the dryer and just like, it's just a mad dash to the finish line. And she is freaking tired yeah. because it's her first full week. This is a big transition. And even if she loves being there, it's a lot for her little body. So she's just like not super fun and easy in the evening right now. And just to not have another parent to volley to is a very different ball game. So I just want to just one more time say, holy cow, single parents, past, present, future. Mm. You are superheroes. We love you. And I am so tired right now. <laughs> oh my God. We actually tried to do this yesterday, but it was not. I couldn't. It was not going to happen. Couldn't even do it. No, wasn't happening. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? Or- no, no, no. That's it. That's totally it for me. So okay. what about you? What do you got? Okay. I'm starting with bust. I'm going to start with my original bust, which is just that going back to school, back to work. And although I am feeling hopeful for this school year, I still really like not working in the summer. (laughs) Mm. Summer's ending. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Now, What happened this evening was my husband came home and was talking to my child and said, hey, we should clip those fingernails. They're getting pretty long. And she loves this. It's a great activity. She's always begging us to clip her fingernails. And he had her on her lap and I walk over into the room that they're in and she was like, get out of here, mommy. And it was like, I am equally split between that is the funniest, cutest thing I've ever heard. And like, where the frick did you learn that? Who taught you that? And like, ouchie. Yeah. My heart. What do you mean? Yeah. I just took care of your ass for a really long time before he got here. Get out of here, mommy. <laughs> I made those nails. <laughs> I keep you alive regularly. Get out of here, yeah. mommy. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Everything's ending in mommy. (laughs) So that was a doozy. Yeah. Um, But better me than my husband. He would have absolutely not handled that well at all. So (laughs) that's true. That's very true. Obviously, you're handling it great. So yeah, great. (laughs) I'm going to announce it to everybody that it was a bust. (laughs) My boom is just, I'm just trying to be very, you know, I'm on a a self-development journey as always. I'm going to be... A better person. So <laughs> my boom is that even though I'm back to work, I'm back to school, it was a great summer. It was a nice summer. It was a summer. No, no, no. Go back to the beginning. No, You're it was a, a better person, summer. not just no, a person. Yes. No, it was a great summer. I 
It was a good <laughs> summer. <laughs> you are killing me right now. This this could be the whole episode. Yeah, I feel like I'll just debate myself between great and good. It was a good <laughs> summer. And I am grateful. No, you know what it is? I am grateful for the time. I really needed it. I like desperately needed it at the time that it started. I was not in a good space. I really needed some distance from a lot of things to do some healing work. And so it was a good summer. I love it. I love that. I love this journey for you. And I love that truth that it was a good summer. I just have to live in my truth. You have to live in your truth. You have to speak your truth. Yep. Be you have the, to be your truth. embrace your truth. You have to be your truth. I like it. I do. Okay. All right. Now we just sound like assholes, okay. but also we do genuinely believe those things. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how we sound. It's just that we sound like assholes. Okay. That was a great little boom and bust. Let's dive right in. All right. So as Danielle said, we are going to read an article that we think is relevant to our interests. This one is entitled Five Parenting Trends We're Embracing in 2022 and Two We're Leaving Behind. This article was written by Alexia Delner, published December 15th, 2021 on purewow.com. All right. So I think probably the best way to tackle this one is to just look at each trend one by one and decide how we feel about it. Yeah? Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right, so the first one that we're embracing this year is Male Advocates for Parental Leave. See, when I first read that title, I thought that it meant like men that are stepping up and like lamenting the fact that there's no real paternal leave. That's what I thought. That's what I thought at first. But when you read through it, I can say that's not entirely what they mean. So we'll just kind of sum it up with this quote. So it says, quote, the fact that the U.S. does not have a federal system of paid parental leave, despite overwhelming and explicit support from women all over the country, means that we need others to speak up, dot, 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 specifically men, end quote. Okay, so with that being the take that they are putting on it, I have a question. What do you have to say about this? Hi. Yes. Do we actually even need to speak about this? I think it's so stupid. Of course, I'm on board with this trend through and through. Figuring out my, quote, maternity leave, which actually isn't a thing, which I didn't know, it's just FMLA, yeah. was so freaking frustrating and discouraging. And I lost a ton of money that year yeah. because like, I just could not find childcare. Well, it was a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. It was not forget. the midst of a pandemic because so <laughs> many organizations just shut down. They didn't have staffing. The wait lists were insane. And I just needed more time to find a place where I felt safe putting my child when I returned to work. And I know that like I'm one of the super fortunate ones that did take, I took a massive pay cut, but I did also take an entire 12 weeks off and that's still not enough time. But I also personally know people that had to return after six to eight weeks after having a freaking baby. But even just the fact that you're saying, I'm so lucky to have had 12 entire weeks. There are right. countries out there that are giving women a year of paid, mm -mm. paid mm -mm. maternity leave. I mean, yes to which that. is No to us. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely yes to that. And we are so, so screwed over here. Like we're so – we're screwed up and it's just – Really flips my lid, Laura. 
Yeah. And, you know, I see this all the time, but it really does hit you right in the feels for a country that claims to be so based on family and values and morals. It is truly embarrassing how little care, even up to just some kind of paid leave for a family that is being completely rocked, completely rocked by the addition of a new life. That's what I said. This is my next note is like, and because at first when I read this, at first I actually had a moment where I didn't realize it was saying parental leave. I thought it was saying paternal leave. Okay. Okay. Yes. Me too. Me too. So then I obviously read it more closely. It's saying parental leave. Fathers should also get paid leave, right? So the article said that a benefit to paid leave was, quote, parents having better relationships with their children as they grow up and a lower divorce rate, end quote. Obviously, that feels like a no-brainer, but I just feel like I have to echo it because the pressure put on new families while they're adjusting to an entirely new life to get back to work because their pay will be impacted is not – like it's just not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. It's not cool. It's not okay. It's rude. And while we're at it, leave needs to be longer. And I don't even – like I I don't even feel like I started to know – who my baby was until six months old. Right. Like that's how long that sort of bonding process can take and how much easier is it when you get to be a part of that completely uninhibited with no worries and also all together, not taking turns, not trying to survive it. Mm -hmm. Again, there's no changing of the guard in the situation where mom is home alone for 12 weeks and dad still has to go to these eight plus hour days and leave you there. Yeah. I mean, we heard about this when the boys came on, when we had our husbands on. Go back and find that episode. Your husband was the one who had to go back right away. I mean, yes, it was a pandemic, but pretty much all of us except for my husband were considered essential workers. Yeah. And Jameson was the one who said, I felt so awful going to work and knowing that I was just leaving you there and there was nothing. He's like, kind words, words Mm -hmm. of affirmation, texting you and saying, you're doing great, babe. That's nothing. That's nothing. And he knew how much you needed and he couldn't give it to you. And the amount of stress that that put on him, you, everybody, that is insane. And that is the reality of the situation for so long. So when I read it and thought it was paternal leave and that it was specifically leave for fathers, I was super jazzed about that because yes, that needs to be a thing. That is not a thing that's talked about. There's still this weird stigma around fathers as truly caregivers, especially primary caregivers. Yeah. Just men as nurturing beings is still a thing that our society like is really uncomfortable with. It's not portrayed really anywhere. It's not represented anywhere. It's just so rare that you watch something or read something or see something where it's dad. It's stay-at-home daddy. It's daddy daycare. In fact, when you do see that, it's usually portrayed in a really like silly, comedic light. Right. Dads, they suck at everything. So wouldn't it be funny if they were left in charge? And just I think that that got to be that way because of how many generations have passed now where we refused to let fathers play that kind of role. Their role was to be the breadwinner, to support your family, to be actively working a job all day long. Yeah. So your wife can raise the kids and you can all still eat and have a place to live. And that's not fair to men either. No, because they they still – they need to get to know their new baby too and they need to build that relationship too. It's very oniony. 
like layers. <laughs> okay. Thank you okay, for clarifying what that meant. Yes. I don't know why I went with that right away, but there we are. Okay. I feel like, yeah, there's, I could I definitely could continue to rant that. and rave about. Yeah, I could talk about yeah. that for a long time. No, just the lack of parental leave. We could almost do a whole episode just yeah. on again, just how necessary that whole concept is. I could talk more about paternal leave. I could talk more about how like, it's a great time now to be hearing a lot about how girls are raised, not seeing women do this and women do that and women be scientists and star athletes and all this stuff. And that's got to change. That narrative's got to change. And I completely agree with that. Also, we have to change the narrative for men having to be a certain way all the time too. Yeah. And that's something we can unpack another time. But ooh, but we should. We should. We should yeah. come back to that sometime. Yeah. Because I, I do feel really strongly about that. And I think right now it's very in, it's very hip to be all girl power. And believe you me, I am. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that should be at the expense of our boys. Anyway, the second one. The second one you're going to have definitely more to say about than I am because I think everybody knows I'm not even in this world and you are drowning in it. Just (laughs) drowning in it, yes. All right. So the second trend we're embracing in 2022 is TikTok as a safe space. All right. And the main quote from that one is going to be, quote, while other social media platforms are about curating a, quote, picture perfect, end quote, identity, looking at you, Instagram, TikTok users are refreshingly vulnerable and open. All right, Danielle. Okay. What do you have to say about that? I know what you're all thinking. I'm obviously on board with this. And I am, but let me explain what happened in my head first. At first, I was actually really skeptical about this one because we all know that I have an incredibly unhealthy relationship with the good old appy app appetizer of TikTok. In fact, actually the very first day that my account was created, I was somehow filtered a video of a family learning about the early signs that their toddler exhibited of behaviors that led them to believe that their toddler had a developmental disorder. And it made me obviously incredibly anxious and overly cautious. And I was like almost searching for similar behaviors in my own daughter. And I was like, I can't, like, I can't be watching these two minute videos and now feeling like I'm scared that all these things are going to go wrong with my child because I'm exposed to all of these potential things. I can't go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I am already there, but now it's in front of my face. Right. On repeat over video after video after video. So I was not a fan. But, you know, as we all know, the algorithm figured me out more. And I did come across some really funny accounts about parenting. And that made the struggles feel lighter and it made me feel less alone. So I'm like, I'm not all in on this trend, so I'm half and half on it. It's nice to connect in a real way. And by connect, I just mean like not connect at all. Just watch a snippet of a stranger's life, like going through the same stage of life as me. But it can really quickly spiral out of control. Proceed with caution. You can find some good parenting hacks on there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing that I appreciate about social media in general is some of the hacks that you come across. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't, obviously, again, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know. But I don't know that you have to have TikTok to get the idea for the vibe of TikTok because a lot of times now, most of what I'm scrolling through on my Instagram feed is stuff that's like reposted from TikTok. Like everything has the little TikTok watermark on it down in the corner. The reels are TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Every reel is a TikTok real originally. So I get the idea, right? And 
honestly, a lot of the like funnier things that I see or watch or even will rewatch came from TikTok at some point. So like I'm I'm sure that there's a wealth of enjoyable content out there. I know there certainly is for teacher related things and just like things that are, you know, relevant to my interests. Oh, yeah. There's a whole very funny subculture in TikTok that I'm not really necessarily getting an Instagram now. I'm getting it with the reposts, but originally Instagram does tend to be the one to show you the perfect, beautiful family and give you that like keeping up with the Joneses Mm -hmm. feeling problem, I guess. So I get it, but my concern would be that TikTok would still have some of those elements where you can still scroll through and find stuff that just like watching it is going to make you feel worse Yes, than if you had never come across it to begin with. And so I think that's just such a double-edged sword. It's hard for me to just fully jump in and be like, wow, yeah, what a great way to connect and feel seen and feel like everything's going to be okay. Well, because unless you're like actively engaging and there is a small community behind that account, you're not connecting. You're just watching. It's true. Like you're just entertaining yourself. Yeah. But like you said, there is some validity though to scrolling through and being an observer, a fly on the wall and completely unengaged and not invested, you know, yeah, personally, but still be able to scroll through and see those things that make you feel like, huh, okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know, even if you don't take the time to comment and be like, oh, me too, girlfriend, you still for a second there got that little bit of like a serotonin rush that like – First of all, it made you laugh. And second of all, you could relate to it. So clearly you're not the only one out yes. there. Yeah. And there is some – there's value to that even if it's not really personal. Yeah. Is that making okay. sense? Yeah, I hear you. Well, yeah, because that's exactly what happened to me. Okay. TikTok trend, safe space, proceed with caution. Exactly. You could you could find a safe space, but proceed with caution. Just remember that there's a lot of also really unsafe spaces just like constantly waiting for you to fall into them. Yeah. Be healthier and stronger than me. Step away. Set a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> set your TikTok time limit, which I hit every single day. And then I just hit my password and I continue on for another 40 oh minutes. Oh, God. I'm Danielle. trying not to now, but it's a healthy reminder. <laughs> hey, it's been 40 minutes. <laughs> Great. I'll continue to ignore you for another 40. (laughs) Healthy reminder of you ignoring the boundaries that you set for yourself to succeed. I love it. I do love it. I'm not even judging you. I would do the same freaking thing if I even had the strength to set a timer, which I I don't. (laughs) So we'll come back to it another time. Let's move on from TikTok. Go, go. All right. Number three. Talking about trauma. Honestly, you don't even have a recap quote on this one because pretty much means exactly what it sounds like. And we are, I feel like we have been so very clear on our feelings on this one, but go <laughs> ahead. Talk to me. Talk I to mean, me about it. It's exactly what we're attempting to do with this podcast. I'm here for it. I believe in it. I'm all in within reason and in a way that's developmentally and age appropriate. I think the pandemic did a number on a lot of us and more than we even realize on kids' mental health. So with that increase in mental health needs, there should also be more communication around it. Done. Moving on. Just kidding. Do you have thoughts? Uh, nope. Okay. If you want to hear my thoughts, you can go back to the last episode on breaking <laughs> cycles and why I like just vehemently rant for a long time about how people should be talking about their trauma and their struggles. Mm-hmm. People should be talking about their challenges. People should be talking about their mental health and it should all be able to be happening in a completely 
safe and non-judgmental way, especially within your own family. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, just clearly we have a lot of passionate things to say about that one. The fourth trend that we are embracing, experiences over things. Okay. I, I live by this well before the pandemic, but let me just give you the kind of takeaway quote here. Quote, but as we look forward to brighter days ahead, we're going to prioritize experiences like travel, time spent with loved ones, and getting out of the freaking house over material possessions, end quote. Yes. I've been all about this for years, like very way before pandemic. So it's not even spurred by the pandemic. I love it so much. You're creating memories over a thing that they're just going to grow out of, lose interest in. I'm co-signing. Yes. I'm co-signing? Oh, yeah. I like that. You do? I, I can't remember if I heard it on a TikTok or I heard it in a podcast talking about TikTok. But it's a thing that kids are like the kids are saying now. So I was like, let me give it a go. I like it. I like I'm co-signing. It. I'm co-signing. Oof, I like it. Okay. <laughs> I will just agree with you that this predates the pandemic by a lot. I have always been the kind of person who like I own four shirts and three pairs of pants mm-hmm. indefinitely because I cannot justify going out and going clothes shopping. However, I will spend money I should not have spent on a trip to somewhere. Yeah. To go just go be in that place. I am all about the experiences. I live for that shit. I don't know any better way to sum it up than to say 100% agree with that one. You can't take all that other stuff to the grave, dude. You just can't. I believe that firmly. Now, of course, you want to live like comfortably enough. And sometimes it comes, sometimes it's a choice, right? Sometimes it is like I can pay my bills or I can go to Cabo and then that's a no brainer and you're not traveling. However, I do think then if you just live in the spirit of that decision, you pay your bills and you find a place like yes, within driving distance, you know, something that's not going to break the bank to just go change your scenery for a minute. Just go experience something different or something so you don't important. do very often. Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be flights to Europe, right? It can be no. exploring in your own backyard, but just consciously choosing to enjoy the experiences yeah. of life because that's what it's all about. Yes. Go. Okay, last one. Number 5. For in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last okay. last thing we're embracing. Last trend yes. we're embracing of 2022, number 5, more veggies. And sort of just to sum that up, not really with like a specific quote, but just like the gist of it, people are definitely eating more plant-based foods, including meats and or meats, quote unquote. And then schools are incorporating that a lot more into what they're serving, into what they're Mm -hmm. asking people pack for lunches, stuff like that. So what do you have to say about that? Okay. What I have to say about it is I do love it, but again, be cautious because with an increase in plant-based products, it's still a money-making business, people. Mm-hmm. So you cannot trust everything just because it says yeah. it's plant-based, okay? Yeah. It can be filled with- It does with, not. No. It can just be filled with a ton of toxic chemicals. So yes, of course, to eating more whole foods, veggies, just be wary and read the freaking labels when it comes to plant-based. Right. There's a difference between eating more of a plant-based diet where like there's just genuinely more plants in your diet, real naturally occurring plants Mm -hmm. versus these plant-based meat substitutes or Mm -hmm. plant-based 
like quick snacks or things for kids and just things that like are coming at you saying, oh, we're made of plants, so it's good for you. But like you said, you turn it around, you read the ingredients and it's like, I can't pronounce any of these things. None of this came from a plant. What plant is this? Exactly. And it turns out it's all just a bunch of chemical extracts that are actually worse for you than the meat or the snack or whatever it is that you opted not to have for this plant-based option. Yeah. And that is another really fucked up thing about our society and the way that we care for our people, quote unquote. But um, like you said, it's all about making the money, right? So somebody out there realized that this is a hot, hot trend. People want to eat well and they want to be healthy and they want to live longer. So they're going to eat up these marketing strategies like too sweet. And turns out, some of those things are straight up garbage for your body. Yeah. So this is a bittersweet one. This is a bitter. If it's truly more veggies, awesome. Right. If it's more veggie patties, maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Just read the labels. Do a little research. Read the please, please, please. I'm very concerned for everyone's well-being. You're so sweet. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right, great. That brings us to the two that are out. These are things that we are not tolerating anymore, according to Alexia Delner. Alexia will not put up with these things anymore. And the first one is staycations. So not a direct quote, but sum it up by saying, during the pandemic, everybody knows we were limited to our own neighborhoods. So we get it. We know the parks. We know the playgrounds. We know the hiking trails. We've gotten comfy on the couch and watched movies for too many hours straight. We're ready to get out and see the world. So she's canceling staycations. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, we're. Ca- I've, it, it's never been a thing. Okay, a thing. It's never been a thing I've been into. We are not on board. I've never been into a staycation. It doesn't seem like any sort of vacation to me. And I'm really sorry. I'm on board with like saying sayonara to that one. What I think is if you have the mental capability of thinking of local funsies as staycations, yes, do it. I am not that person. I cannot. I will not. It sounds awful. I want to go somewhere different. Yeah, I have a hard time with staycations, again, pre-pandemic, because of exactly what Mm -hmm. we were talking about with the experiences thing, is I want to experience different things. I think maybe maybe a staycation is appealing to a certain kind of lifestyle. I think maybe the people who, like, were never home. Yeah. People who work crazy hours or just like are so structured and just so scheduled out that the only time you're home and relaxing is when your head hits the pillow to be asleep for that night and then you're up and you just do it all again the next day. I think if you live that kind of lifestyle, I could imagine being like, you know what? Let's fucking not do anything for like a whole week and just be here in our house and like chill and I could see how that might be appealing. But that's not the lifestyle that I live. I'm not a fast-paced business lady CEO yet. (laughs) Yet. Growth mindset. For right now, I'm looking to get out and see the world. Yeah. Even if it's just just like the same part of the world I live in, but like a little bit further up the street. So I guess I got to agree with you on that one. All right. Now the last one. Okay. This one – I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this one. So the last one that that Alexia here says is out is virtual support – Basically, the kind of gist there is virtual get-togethers and support groups, no thanks. Again, I am assuming this is completely because of during the pandemics for like two straight years, that was the only way that you had at all Mm -hmm. to socialize, get support, have a conversation, have a meeting, whatever it is, was virtually, right? Everything was Zoom. Everybody's sick of it. I get it. But how do you feel about saying that? I feel like that's a little bit swooping to say all virtual support is like dead to me. 
Yeah, I can't say all. I will say like, I love a good old telehealth appointment when it's appropriate. If I were doing therapy, I would prefer in person, but I like the option to have virtual, right? What I think she was a little bit more going for was like virtual hangouts, right? Like at the beginning of the pandemic, people were doing like virtual game nights and wine tastings, which I was not a part of, but sounded great. I think we did one virtual. We did. We did one virtual game night. Oh, we did. Oh my God. I completely forgot about that. That was fun. But did I do it again? No. I cannot. I cannot. I'm not into hanging out with people like this. Look, we're doing it now. It's how we how we keep the business rolling. I agree that I would only really apply it to a hangout with friends that mm-hmm. are that I can physically see. Like if we're all in the same area, let's absolutely just get together. I do love though that it made things like telehealth for like any kind of doctor visit, yeah. especially therapy appointments now can be done from wherever, whenever. I, I just do like that it opened up more possibilities for people who can't always be at a specific physical location at specific operating hours. Yeah. Do you want to like hear- that? Do you want to hear a fun fact? Did I ever tell you this? You know, at the beginning of having a baby, I was really struggling with breastfeeding and I saw like three different lactation consultants. Only one person would come to my apartment, but in waiting for her, another person got back to me. And so I would have like virtual lactation consultant meetings And that's weird because I desperately needed help. I had no idea what I was doing, but also like I'm okay with not having that. Okay. That would be something that would be easier, I think, to help with if you could physically like see more and like also just, I feel like that's kind of a hands-on job. At least when I saw lactation consultants, it was like, you're going to, you're touching me. You're going to have to touch me. It's going to happen. So that is hard to do virtually. But I like though the idea of being a early postpartum mom who's not able to just like jump up and get in the car to go out to all kinds of appointments and having the option of yeah. dialing into something. Yeah. Um, but it, it does it does depend on the nature of the issue or the the visit, you know. Okay. Circumstantial. Circumstantial for sure. I think I was turned off when I saw virtual support yes. is out because I think that's kind of part of what we're kind of going for here too. And like what what we are seeking and finding in other podcasts and right other people that we follow is that sense of a community and some support even if we can't all physically be together so it's hard for me to say that is totally dead to me because here we are trying very hard to provide virtual village i didn't even think of us i was going more like medical and friends hanging out so yeah which i think is what she meant she surely wasn't talking about our yeah. podcast <laughs> But but it's it's hard not to draw a little connection there. All right. All right. That's it. That's it, girl. That's everything. What's your fave? Okay. Um, probably the one that I think if I had to put it like most important things to really get on board with, I would I would put parental leave at the tippy top. Mm-hmm. It's just because of all the things you said. Like it is a it is a relationship saver and changer between mom and dad or between between partners. I won't even yeah. say mom and dad, dad and dad, mom and mom, any whoever it is. 
it's a game changer to have that time to work on that project together. And also the relationship that you grow with your own child when you get the time and space to do it, followed shortly thereafter by talking about trauma, talking about challenges, talking about all of that, because those just are two hugely important things. Yeah. Huge. How about you? TikTok and vegetables. I'm just kidding. <laughs> parental leave. <laughs> no, parental leave. And then really coming in like third is the experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parental leave trauma experiences. Okay. You want to dump? Let's fucking dump. Let's dump it out. Let's lighten things up. It's time for the brain dump. All right. Are you going first or am I going first? Okay. I'll go. Ready? Great. Skunks live underground? Like, I just learned <laughs> this. I didn't know. And now I'm asking you, do skunks live underground? Yeah, I think they have – I think they're burrowing creatures like badgers and such. I right? don't like that. <laughs> Why not? You have that skunk that lives out back by your shed. I have a skunk. So a few weeks ago, we had a package. It came later at night. I didn't notice. The next morning when I stepped out, a package was there. So I picked it up. I brought it in. I like left it in the mudroom and I, I left for a minute, came back in and I was like, it smells like skunk. A freaking skunk bit my package and sprayed it. <gasps> What? Yeah. What? What's your problem, bud? Why are you attacking the package? It what is it doing? I wasn't happy you? with the contents of said package. And so I threw the box out, whatever. So then yesterday or the day before, Jameson was like, come here, you have to see this. And I was like, what? And he was like, I just filled this hole. And I was like, okay. And he was like, that's that skunk. And I was like, what? And then that's when I learned that skunks live underground. Like it was a big tunnel. Yeah. I mean, skunks can get pretty good sized. And yeah, do you think that. it has a family or is it just a solo skunk? No. Oh, it has to have a family. It looks like a little baby, like a little baby teenager skunk. Mm. So what's going on? When we're stomping on the earth <laughs> in the middle of the day, they're just like underneath us being like, I'm trying to sleep. Or like you're going to – like I'm the upstairs neighbor and they're going to be like one more and I'm coming up. I'm going to bite your package and spray it spray so it smells it. like shit. That's exactly what's happening. You're the you're the annoying upstairs neighbor and now it's going to attack your packages. They have to hear you during the day when you're going crazy. I mean there's <laughs> – you're just going – you're just river <laughs> dancing in your backyard. I mean how – I they probably mostly – choose to burrow places that aren't like high traffic areas, but I'm sure there's some level of vibration. I don't Are know. They? This has gone on for a very okay. long time. Okay. But I am wondering really quickly one more time, like are they creating a like cave living room space or are they just creating the little hole and like hanging out there and then like digging their way when they want to leave? <laughs> can, you, can you draw for me what you think that a skunk's <laughs> living room space would look like? like? Could you mock up both scenarios in your head so I yeah. could have a clear idea of what you are torn between? You know I'm great at drawing pictures of my visions. So yes. I want you to for real draw this for me though, I'm going please. to and I actually I, – I will draw it and I will post it on our Instagram page okay. when it is Missy, finalized. Okay, Missy, now you're committed. Yeah. I'm not cutting this from the episode, yeah. so you have yeah. to do this. No problem. Okay. Next, string cheese. Are you a biter or a puller? It tastes better when it comes in strings. You got to pull it. You got to yeah. pull it. 
I think anybody that bites it, I'm nervous. I'm nervous yeah, of that person. You should be nervous I about wonder. it. Who's I wonder just about biting. that person. People are doing it. Are we believing that mermaids exist? If aliens exist, do mermaids exist? Yes. Vote. No, no. <laughs> you told me I talked too long about skunks. I'm moving on because I know what you're going to do. You're going to fight me on it. Okay, here's the thing that I also just learned. And it's not that I just learned it. It's that I forgot, made up my own rules, and then was reintroduced to what you're actually supposed to do. You get a stain in clothes, right? Like things that you can imagine when you're toilet learning, potty training a toddler. Okay. So you're supposed to use cold water to like run it under and remove a stain. See, I would think warm water. This is what I thought for so long. Warm water because it's like soothing and like loosey-goosey. It relaxes your muscle. So it would relax the stain. (laughs) But then I understand like cold water maybe just like freezes it. I definitely thought that there was like a scenario for both. I know for a fact I've known from a young age and I don't remember why, but I'm just going to leave it out there in like a murky way that for sure cold water gets blood out of things. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't think that that was for every single kind of stain. I imagine there are some things, in fact, I for sure would think feces and urine that you would want like warm, soapy water working on. No? It told me cold. Huh. The internet told me cold. Okay. Well. Okay. Last but not least, do you think in some cases it's a fine line between delusional and having superpowers? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. In fact, yes. I just have wondered many times how many people in institutions – like what if mm-hmm. what we consider to be – I'm not even going to – do you no. know what? Screw you. You don't yeah. want to hear it, so I'm not going to do it. So don't even ask me these kinds of questions. I just want to do mine Yes. Now. I just wanted the yes I just no. wanted to okay, get my brain spinning. Do you want to know spinning. what happened? Do you want to know what happened really quickly to me? What happened was my husband was on the phone and he was – he was he started upstairs and I could hear him and like I couldn't hear the words of the other person but I could hear that another person was talking then he traveled downstairs and I was very tired and he traveled downstairs and I was like dozing off and I was like I think I have bionic is it bionic hearing because I'm pretty sure I can hear the other person like I could hear the other person having a conversation with him while he was like no it wasn't possible but I thought Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Okay. I can't say no. Sorry. I can say it's impossible. That was a long time. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. It's about time that you take up all the time. All right. My first one starts with (laughs) – this is all I have written down. I have three words in a row. Vatican followed by can, C-A-N, followed by ken, (laughs) K-E-N. If you look at the word Vatican, it should be Vatican. Yeah. The Pope lives at the Vatican. Yeah. But we don't. We say Ken. Vatican. We don't. We say Vatican. Vatican. Like I-N. Ken. Ken. Oh, you're right. It's not even Ken. Mm-mm. It's kin. Mm-hmm. Like family member. Yeah. Okay. I'm adding that to my list. Okay. And I now have Vatican, can, Ken, kin. All right. I'm just going to move on immediately from there. I'm just going to leave everybody like, what the fuck? Someone's relative out there calls Chrysler's Chrysler's. And I love that about them. Okay. <laughs> it is a top anxiety when you realize that you have to pee as soon as the person in the aisle seat in the row that you are stuck in has fallen asleep. Like, is there a worse feeling in the world? 
Yeah, you're trapped. I'm like, I'm just going to have to sit here and urinate myself in my chair as an adult because I cannot wake this person up. That is not an option for me. Why do I keep hearing people saying, stamp your feet? What the fuck is that? Stamp your feet? It's stomp. Stomp your feet. You stamp an envelope. You put a stamp on the corner or something. You use a stamp with your hand like this. You stamp things. You don't stamp your feet, dude. Who's saying it? I've heard it multiple times in songs. Okay, and like, like on a songs. show. It's it's kids stuff related That's that I'm hearing. Too. Stamp your feet, and I'm like, don't tell her that. You don't <laughs> stamp with your feet. Here you go. All right. Okay. My last one. I think maybe one of the most important things that a person can have is initiative. Mm. You really look for that. I I don't know that I have been, but it just came to me today that I think that that's a really important quality. I just think you can do a lot. You can do a lot with a student or like mentee that has initiative. And then once they're a coworker or like peer, you can benefit a lot from a peer or someone in your life that that has initiative and like, you know, steps up and does things and takes on things and like just has it taken care of. I see. Yes, I agree. You know? Yes, I do. I think it can get you far in life. At the very least, it's just like a really decent human quality to have if you're interacting with other humans and sharing yeah. a job with them. When we hire, right, your resume has to have initiative on it. Yeah. Okay. So you just got a little freebie right there. If you apply for a job at Not Another Momcast Industries, please make sure that the word initiative appears mm-hmm. at Did least Did I say thrice. it weird? Am I crashing? Did you? Did I? Initiative. Initiative. <laughs> you might be adding an extra syllable. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That sounds right. Okay. Let's be done. Let's that be done. That was great. That was great. I feel good about it. We're trendy. Thank you for listening to Not Another Momcast. You can find us on Instagram at Not Another Momcast or email us at notanothermomcast at gmail.com. However, you listen, if you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 please subscribe rate review but i'm like i really need you to refer a friend is what i'm looking for okay we should add that we're looking to spread our wings and see if we can grow a little bit so help us out fam we'd love to hear from you okay all right ready okay okay Okay, bye. bye